Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. On this week's Big Tech Show, when will cars safely drive themselves on our streets? And who in Ireland is providing the technology to help them do that? We talk to one of the country's biggest automotive autonomy entrepreneurs. I have BMW Drive Assist in my own vehicle and it is much, much safer because we are all prone to distraction, especially when we're on the motorway from Limerick to Dublin, for example. We've all been there where you actually forgot a whole section of the road. So I would say if you take it from a safety perspective and it does allow you to kind of relax. The Big Tech Show, available on all podcast platforms. This is an Irish independent podcast. This evening on an Indo Daily Extra, the Grant Thornton Report, RTE, and what next for Ryan Tuberty? Philip Ryan, on the surface, this long awaited Grant Thornton Report into the payment scandal at RTE appears like it's good news for Ryan Tuberty in his quest to get back on air. Yeah, look, it certainly is. Uh, the report finds from the whatever was going on around the accountancy um, from his pay and the publication of his pay, um, he didn't really know anything about it. He he was completely in the dark. He was had no involvement on the decisions to to use uh, money to offset the amounts he was paid to keep his pay under a certain level, and essentially this was done internally without his knowledge, which does to some extent, I think, w- will redeem him in the eyes of the public. But, but that's separate to the, the other things that went on the, the following years around the S- Renault contract. Such as the Renault contract, which we'll get to. So let's look at what we know as fact now as a result of the Grant Thornton um, report. The figures publicly released by RTE in 2017, 2018 and 2019 for Ryan Tuberty's pay were wrong. They were less than Ryan Tuberty was actually entitled to and less than Ryan Tuberty was actually paid, correct? It is well below um, on each of those years. In 2017, his pay was reduced by €20,000. Um, in the following two years, it was €50,000. And in in all three cases, those amounts coincidentally brought it down, his pay below the 500000 mark when it was published. But in reality, he was being paid over 500000 during those years. And that, on the balance of probabilities, the report says, is why this was done. The suggestion being that RT was under pressure at the time around cost savings and all the rest, and they didn't want to make it look like Ryan Tuberty's salary was actually as big as it was. And the coincidence here, Philip, which I'm not sure is fully explained because we are led to read a little bit between the lines, even though we have this report now, was that those figures of 50, 50 and 20 that you've outlined in those three years that his salary was actually more, they add up to, coincidentally, €120,000 which was a figure stated elsewhere in Ryan Tuberty's contract. Explain that. Correct. So the the hundred twenty thousand euros was supposed to be uh, what is described as an exit fee. So if he completed all the work that he um, had signed up to do, and all the radio shows, all the TV shows, and um, by the end of his contract, after five years, he would be paid this a bonus as such for that work. Um, when it came down to it, though, and they were sitting down the RTE side and Ryan Tuberty and his agent, Noel Kelly, to negotiate a new contract, RTE initially wanted um, 
asked that this um, he foregoed the 120,000. Um, in the report, they suggest that th- this was because he didn't deliver on, on some of the aspects of the contracts they expected him to. Um, at the same time, I think they concede, or to you, that is, that uh, they didn't ask him to do, do these things as well. And Grant Thornton, the, the auditors, found by the end of it that he was entitled to that sum of money. So he waived the 120,000, and it looks like accountancy practices were used to basically square off that figure against some of his salary during these three years. And that is what brought it down below the 500,000. And it's on one level as simple as that. But you've already said, Philip, that Ryan Tuberty had no part in the accountancy element of this. Who did? This is the other side of it. So there's a lot of back and forth in the report about who knew what, when and where. Uh, the 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 money falls to two people really uh, the most senior people we some of the senior people we've heard of that's uh, the two chief financial officers over the the similar period although they argue a little over where that overlap lies um, was uh, uh, Brito Keith and her successor um, Richard Collins um, there, there's also more concern raised because in the report about whether it did the governance around this and what should have been done internally in RTE uh, when these decisions are being, these big accountancy decisions are being made. They're supposed to go to various committees, the Audit and Risk Committee, the Remuneration, Remuneration and Management Development Committee to look at these things so that, that if, if there is things that should have been spotted, that that's where it could be spotted because the more eyes you have on something, the more mistakes can be uh, uh, chiseled out and found. And, and, and that's a big, big issue for RT at the moment that that type of stuff that type of uh, it seems basic corporate governance wasn't going on at the time So more questions there that no doubt the politicians will get on top of when this goes back before an Oireachtas committee in a few weeks time What have the board of RT said today on the back of the report? Well and again the board is another per, uh, group of people who should have probably seen uh a lot of this stuff, a lot of the the various audits and reports and overseeing the the accountancy decisions that were taken in this regard. The board said that uh, the latest report, this Grant Thornton 2 as they call it, uh, paints a picture of poor internal communication and weak processes. And they also talk about the silo management colour culture that has prevailed in RTE and supports the decision by the board to initiate an ongoing program of corrective action. So the board, which is uh, with its new chair, Shuan Niralig, is is sticking to its guns that and, and I think the report concludes this as well, that they didn't know anything about this themselves. It wasn't something that was um, widely um, discussed with them. And they're going to continue on with trying to reform the, the public service broadcaster and ensure this type of thing doesn't happen again. Ryan Tuberty, um, it does say that he was paid that other €150,000, which was linked to the Renault deal. I think this report wasn't specifically delving into that in detail, but that does say that money was paid by RT. That should effectively be considered money that the licence fee payer has given over in the government and all the funding that RT gets from it. But Ryan Tuberty, what has he said on the back of this report? He still wants to get back on air. Yeah, look, and everything points to that actually happening at some stage. He uh, welcomed the report. He said that he would uh, 
he he acknowledged that fact that they said that they, that it showed that he knew nothing about the decision to reduce his his publicly stated pay, and he said he recommitted his uh, pledge to publish any further contracts that he will have with the broadcaster. So, uh, and he said he hoped this will help establish confidence and trust with his colleagues. Again, also told us he's still getting lots of cards and things uh, from the public who are uh, supporting him. But uh, like you just raised there, there is the other aspect of this. There is the Renault deal. There is all the. Chicago that went around with that as well and that he has you know, conceded that he knew all uh, and everything about that side of things. So they, we, we shouldn't just forget that pit as well. And of course, there are two other big stakeholders in all of this, Philip. One of them being us, uh, the public at large, and we know that there's already over 4 million estimated to be lost because people have stopped paying their TV licence fee in big numbers over the last few months since this scandal broke. The other stakeholders are the RTE staff who, of course, people remember were protesting outside the canteen and very vocal in how they spoke about their bosses and their company at the time. What are the staff saying now? Yeah, look, the, 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 that fury is still there. That anger is still there, I think. Uh, the Orchard Trade Union Group issued a statement to say that they were gravely disturbed by the findings of the Grant Thornton Review. And they said the, the trust that was shattered, uh, this is by the executive board and, and the, the senior folks at RTE, will not be easy to rebuild. And trade unions will judge RTE by the actions and attitude of management and the board of RTE from today. So, look, there's a long road ahead on that front as well. I don't think they're going to just roll over and say, let's Let's all play happy families again. I think that's a. There'll be a lot of work needed to do between RTE management and staff for the forthcoming. My thanks to Philip Ryan. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow, and leave us a review.